Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, this is Martin Grote with an article from the June-July 2022 issue of Forbes magazine, America's premier business magazine, brought to you by Airs LA. This article on page 110, Schooling America's Schools. As the financial health of most universities goes from bad to worse, a little-known nonprofit college in California is gushing returns and expanding nationwide by cribbing from the for-profit playbook. The rest of higher education should take notes. By Emma Whitford with Matt Schifrin. We're going to take national, national, puffs Michael Cunningham, chancellor and president of San Diego's National University. It's an admittedly cheesy slogan, one that Cunningham, who made a fortune printing financial reports in New Jersey before a midlife reinvention in higher ed, repeats often. But in the case of National U, it's apt. Cunningham's university system has grown from fewer than 33,000 students five years ago to 45,000 today, and it's showing no signs of slowing down. In March, Amazon signed up National to offer online courses to its 750,000 employees in more than 40, mostly career-oriented, subject areas such as sports psychology and construction management. Never heard of National University? You aren't alone. In fact, for the first time since 2013, when Forbes began investigating the financial health of the nation's private nonprofit colleges, a relatively unknown school with largely online enrollment has earned an A-plus grade. National joins Harvard, Princeton, Stanford, and MIT as one of only 31 colleges out of 905 to receive our top financial score. We use nine measures, including endowment assets per student and core operating margins, to determine the strength of a college's balance sheet and its operational soundness. National is an outlier. Despite decades of tuition hikes, most of America's undergraduate institutions are in bad financial shape. According to Forbes' analysis, 71% of colleges' grades declined for the fiscal year ending in June 2020, the most recent year for which government data is available. The pandemic has undoubtedly made things even worse. National is bucking the trend. The college was formed in 1971 by a retired Navy captain to serve military men, but has been transformed into an education juggernaut in the last decade by Cunningham, who takes a business-first approach to running it. National is his flagship, but behind the scenes he runs a centralized business unit called System Management Group, SMG. SMG shares a board with National University and manages virtually all of its non-classroom affairs, tech, HR, facilities management, and marketing. Currently, SMG runs three colleges, National University, City University of Seattle, and North Central University, but it's looking to acquire more. It was built for operating efficiency, cash flow, and growth, concepts that ought to be more welcome in academia. In 2021, SMG, which is legally set up as a nonprofit, charged its member colleges $100 million for its services. 
Four years ago, SMG acquired North Central University, an online-only for-profit college founded in Prescott, Arizona, which had 10,000 students, $120 million in revenue, and 10% net profit margins. The $175 million purchase was financed by $180 million worth of A-rated unsecured municipal bonds. Like many other for-profit schools, North Central's reputation had been tarnished by a lawsuit accusing it of aggressive bait-and-switch marketing tactics for doctoral degrees that left students heavily indebted. After the lawsuit was settled, Cunningham was able to buy North Central. He then turned it into a non-profit within National University's system. The pandemic, a catastrophe for most traditional colleges, has played perfectly into national strengths. It has accelerated the already growing demand for online education, especially among the adult learners whom National seeks to enroll. National's business model has defied gravity, says Fred Prager, whose San Francisco-based investment bank, Prager & Company, specializes in higher education finance. It was way ahead of its time, ahead of the Internet, but was responsive to a burgeoning market for adult learners that hadn't really been tested or acknowledged by mainstream institutions. Everybody looked down on them as an upstart, trying to change the model. How dare they? Decked out in regalia befitting his New York University Ph.D., it's hard to tell that Michael Cunningham, now 62, got his start as an eat-what-you-kill commission-only salesman, hawking printing services to Wall Street firms in lower Manhattan in the 1980s. He's the son and grandson of New York City firemen, born in Queens and raised on Long Island's gritty South Shore. After attending the University of Massachusetts, Amherst, on a wrestling scholarship, he found success in printing. By 1989, he owned a 10,000-square-foot printing plant in Jersey City, New Jersey, which specialized in analyst research reports. In the mid-90s, Cunningham Graphics International sales hit $60 million, but growth had stalled. Cunningham credits education with getting it back on track. At the time, he was attending night school at NYU for a master's degree. His professors and fellow students convinced him that a global paradigm shift was occurring from analog to digital technology. He wrote his thesis on expanding a business internationally through strategic partnerships and digital technology and then immediately put the theory to work. I went and partnered with folks in London, Hong Kong, and Tokyo, he says. So, instead of printing and then distributing, we began to distribute electronically and print locally. Delivery time fell from four days to one, and customers benefited from a 25% price drop. The printing business boomed, and in 1998 he took CGI public. Two years later, after sales hit $200 million, automatic data processing bought his company for $136 million in cash, leaving Cunningham with a $50 million windfall. I retired at 40, he says. Searching for something to occupy his time, he began teaching courses at NYU's Stern Business School part-time. In 2000, he moved to Southern California and began teaching at San Diego State's Fowler Business School while pursuing a doctorate in education from NYU. After earning his Ph.D. in 2005, he was recruited back to his former printing company, which was floundering. He promptly turned it around and sold it to a private equity firm in 2008. 
In 2011, he returned to academia full-time when San Diego State hired him to be dean of its business school. Two years into his new role, National came knocking. I wasn't really looking for a job. I was really happy at San Diego State, he says. But he was blown away by National's history, mission, and purpose. The notion of open access education to change people's lives. The board really felt like they needed a business person. National is a non-traditional university and must act as much as a business as an institution of higher learning. While hardly on Ivy, National has long been in a league of its own when it comes to customer-first marketing. In the 1990s, the university was known for having recruitment centers in California shopping malls and outposts on military bases. Today, it's mostly online. National's mobile-friendly, SEO-optimized website employs AI-powered chatbots and customer service reps on call from 6 a.m. till midnight. Instead of lush photos of a bucolic campus on its home page, the first thing you encounter is a toll-free number and a lead generation form. According to its most recent financial filings with the IRS, it spent no less than $25 million on Internet advertising in 2019. Google and Facebook got the biggest chunk. Everything we do is focused on accessibility, Cunningham says. Instead of semester-oriented schedules in which a student might take four or five classes at once, National structures its academic calendar into month-long courses, delivered online and on demand. That appeals to working adults and active military personnel who need the flexibility to start a class any given month. National is a bargain, too. $1,665 for a typical class and $66,600 all-in for a bachelor's degree. Online reps are available to help students fill out financial aid paperwork. It helps. In 2019, national students typically graduated with $26,516 in debt, compared to an average of $33,600 at a typical four-year private school. In the spring of 2020, when COVID lockdowns forced colleges to shut their campuses and scramble to bring classes online, National had already made the transition. A decade ago, roughly 60% of National's classes were in person, held at what Cunningham describes as 20,000-square-foot micro-campuses in secondary California cities like Redding and Chula Vista. By 2020, National was approaching 70% online. Today, 88% of its delivery is digital. During the pandemic, Cunningham sold four properties in California, including a 125,000-square-foot La Jolla facility for more than $100 million. Excluding military bases, National has only 10 physical locations today, down from 28 in 2018. You won't find entrenched tenured faculty derailing Cunningham's plans either. In 2020, he abrogated all faculty contracts and pushed some 40 full-timers to accept early retirement. National's faculty headcount stands at 2,587 today, but only 240 are full-time, all of them on five-year contracts. The rest are part-time adjunct professors who earn an average of $2,400 per course. The university has never offered tenure. It gives National more flexibility to meet through strategic needs of learners in the market, as opposed to being beholden to faculty interests, says Michael Horn, co-founder of the Clayton Christensen Institute for Disruptive Innovation. 
Of course, the old guard is angry. The American Association of University Professors, a fierce defender of faculty and tenure, published a report in May 2021 arguing that National's reset of shared governance processes demoralized a dedicated faculty and that the university has thoroughly and brazenly violated AAUP's principles for academic governance. Shortly after the report came out, David Andrews, National's president, unexpectedly resigned. He just decided it was time for him to step down. There was no discomfort or angst, says Cunningham, who's filling in as interim president. Another bump in the road came after its biggest benefactor, South Dakota credit card billionaire and philanthropist T. Denny Sanford, who had donated $150 million and pledged $350 million more, was accused of possession of child pornography in 2020. In court documents, Sanford's attorneys deny the allegations, saying the 86-year-old's email account was hacked. National is set to change its name to Sanford National University, but is held off pending the results of South Dakota's investigation. As a niche player, Cunningham may not command much respect among higher education's ivory tower establishment, but it would behoove financially struggling colleges to listen to him. Who is going to do online learning well and meet students anytime, any place, any pace? The whole framework of education is going to change, Cunningham says. I think we'll eventually get to a subscription-based model, which is more affordable. It will be almost like you go to your gym and you pay 50 bucks a month and you either use it or you don't. My grandson is going to live to 100 and have over 20 jobs and maybe 10 careers in his life. He's constantly going to reskill and get new competencies and train. That's where universities are really going to make a difference. Federal COVID-19 bailouts have given hundreds of colleges a reprieve from their financial death spiral, but it's only temporary. The number of high school seniors is expected to decline by 15% starting in 2025. Given the outrageous cost of traditional four-year schools, most of them will choose an online education. Many colleges will not be able to absorb the blow. Using pre-pandemic data, 663 of the 905 private colleges we analyzed, 73%, scored C or D for their financial health. The economic model is busted in higher ed. Do you know what the cost of going to a private college is now for your kids? $80,000 a year, says Fred Prager, the education-focused investment banker, noting that inflation will soon hit college income statements hard. We're not going back to the old ways. We're now moving into an environment where colleges are going to have to acknowledge a change in both demographics and economics. Dark days are ahead for most of the nation's schools, but Cunningham has positioned his national university system to profit from the misfortunes of its peers. With no need to build dorms, lecture halls, or fancy cafeterias, National currently has on its books a war chest dubbed unrestricted capital reserve of $1.2 billion. Clay Christensen talked about the whole notion of post-secondary education, saying that by 2050 there is going to be a 50% reduction in the number of universities offering degrees, Cunningham says, referring to the late economists behind the theory of disruptive innovation. You will see a shakeout from people who are stuck in the middle or haven't defined themselves differently. There are going to be winners and losers. And we want to be a winner. 
And that concludes the article, Schooling America's Schools, by Emma Whitford and Matt Schifrin. To find the latest podcast, you can search for Forbes Airs LA on listennotes.com, or you can subscribe to this podcast through Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others, so you can be notified whenever each new issue is uploaded. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us by clicking on any of the social media links on the Airs LA webpages. If you like what you see or hear, please click the like button. Airs LA is a 100% voluntary organization whose purpose is to provide information to those who are blind or print impaired. This is Martin Grote. I'm proud to be one of those volunteers, and I'll be back soon with other articles from Forbes magazine. Thank you for listening.